Welcome to another episode of Hitchhiker's Guide to IT Podcast, brought to you by Device42. On this show, we explore the ins and outs of modern IT management and the infinite expanse of its universe. Whether you're an expert in the data center or cloud, or just someone interested in the latest trends in IT technology, the Hitchhiker's Guide to IT is your go-to source for all things IT. So buckle up and get ready to explore the ever-changing landscape of modern IT management. Hello and welcome to the Hitchhiker's Guide to IT, a podcast brought to you by Device42. I'm your host, Michelle Dawn Mooney. And today we're talking about vendor management and cybersecurity. And we have a great guest for that conversation. Thomas T.J. Johnson is a national leader of cybersecurity at BDO Digital. He has been in security leadership for more than 20 years and is responsible for the teams that deliver security solutions to BDO customers. Thomas T.J. Johnson, or I'll probably call you T.J. for most of this podcast. Thanks for joining me today. Of course. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, I go by TJ, a long story, um, basically Tom Jr. So that kind of <laughs> helps that out. So TJ, we heard a little bit about what you do, but can you give us more of a background, just kind of what your role is with BDO? Sure. So, um, you know, I, I did get started in uh, on the technology side really way before cyber was really the, the term. It was more, you know, IT and I was working for uh, bank and computer networking, network engineer, and um, I was like the firewall guy. So that kind of really started my, you know, cyber career in the 90s. And um, from there, it really just started to morph into some of the compliance stuff that started coming down to banks and IT. And it's uh, that's really kind of how I started into getting into the, the governance side of IT and then, you know, what eventually emerged as cyber. So uh, fast forward a bunch of years, probably more than 20, um, if you did the math from the 90s. Um, I am now leading our cybersecurity practices at BDO Digital, and I have responsibility for our U.S. market. So what that means is I've got responsibility for, you know, what we're delivering from a cybersecurity standpoint, uh, whether it be, you know, governance, risk, compliance, or even some of the technical implementations that happen uh, that we can do for our customers. So it's uh, pretty exciting times. Yeah, absolutely. So let's dive into the questions. Now, when you think of cybersecurity, I don't think vendor management necessarily pops right up there at the forefront. So what's really driving this conversation when it comes to vendor management and, you know, related to security? You know, it's interesting you say that. It's, um, <laughs> I'm accused of uh, talking about cybersecurity that uh, has nothing to do with technology. And <laughs> it's funny because I, um, I, I teach at a college here in Chicago and I mostly teach the courses that aren't technology aligned. And what that means is I've got, you know, disaster recovery and business continuity. And then we talk about vendor management too, which interestingly enough, it's an important aspect of cybersecurity as, as well as, you know, some other non-technical stuff, kind of like uh, making sure that people don't click on links, for example, right? There, there's no like technical aspect to that. And we've really decided that, you know, in the cyber community that, Education is the key when it comes to getting your employees not to click on links. And, you know, that's like not technical either. Right. So, but, you know, as far as like the vendor management piece is concerned, I, I think it's a, a super critical component, especially when organizations are looking at migrating workloads to the cloud or using a service provider to be able to provide services, IT services to the organization. 
there are a number of aspects of managing that vendor relationship and uh, a couple of things that we need to keep in mind as you know cyber leaders or even technology leaders that we need to understand where responsibilities lie and where some of the risks are we, some of the misnomers of using a vendor are that hey we can like forklift these workloads and put them in the cloud and we don't have to worry about it anymore we just transferred risk and while that might be true in some cases there are still some aspects that we need to kind of consider when, when we're working with vendors. So you mentioned the cloud and it's huge, literally and figuratively when you think of the name and then what we're talking about real clouds and how they got that name. So let's talk about what is the IT team's responsibility and a cloud vendor's responsibility when it comes to cloud security? Now, that's a, a great question. And uh, like I alluded to before, it's, you know, as far as responsibilities are concerned, we really need to understand what that looks like. And I think it starts with the contract and maybe a responsibilities document or maybe a responsibilities matrix that gets established when you do engage with a cloud services provider. So there are some misnomers that, you know, this, this cloud service provider, they're PCI compliant. It, we should be able to just like take our workload and put it up there. We don't have to worry about the PCI aspect. Um, that is entirely not true. There are certain responsibilities that you, as an IT service provider or as a consumer of cloud services, have to do in order to actually meet that PCI compliance requirement, for example. So that's like one example. Um, and, you know, I, I'd like to really reiterate the fact that as a consumer of cloud services, you really need to understand what that language looks like, what that contractual uh, component looks like. And I think when organizations look at moving things to the cloud, you know, there are some really interesting things that exist in, you know, the, the cloud services model, um, or you know, even software as a service that give you a ton of capabilities. And some of those capabilities really kind of are within, I'd say some of those capabilities exist that are not available to folks, or at least it's going to be really expensive for the on-prem folks. So um, when you do migrate workloads to the cloud, you need to understand that um, some of these services might not be by default enabled. Some of the things that are offered to uh, consumers of cloud services might need to be configured in a certain way. And some of the things that come to mind are like MFA, for example. Um, I know that Microsoft Office 365 and M365 they're trying to like push users to enforce MFA, but you know, for example, that was that was a an option that needed to be enabled, and you know that's kind of disruptive too when you do enable an option like that. Another good example is DLP or data loss uh, prevention, that is available in you know a lot of cloud services models, uh, Office 365, for example. Um, that's got to be configured, and that's not an easy configuration. You don't just really click the turn it on box. And in some cases you might think that is the case. For example, Office 365 gives you the ability to manage and monitor what happens when somebody tries to send out things with social security numbers on it or uh, Visa bin numbers or MasterCard. But you really need to understand what we're going to do with that. Are we just gonna report that that happened? Are we going to block those? Are we going to encrypt them? So there's like a lot of thought that really needs to go into uh, what we're going to do with the cloud uh, when we do migrate. So you 
mentioned, there's a lot of thought. And, you know, obviously you can put out what needs to be done, but getting them done and trying to figure out how to do that can be a little difficult. So let's dive a little deeper. What are the top things listeners should know about or maybe actions they should take now? Is there a roadmap, so to speak, to follow? No, it, there, you know, the, the uh, there, there's a couple of entities out there that have certain roadmaps, but I think as, as far as like keeping it simple, you know, just engaging with the cloud services company and understanding what those responsibilities are that, and you know, what the cloud services company is responsible for and what you are responsible for. You know, there's certain aspects of the cloud that are really intriguing and interesting, especially uh, I teach a disaster recovery class. And I said, the coolest thing that ever happened to disaster recovery was the cloud because you can utilize cloud services uh, on demand and you really just pay for what you use, what you use. And because of that, we, we need to really figure out how we're going to use those cloud services. It, it seems like it's super easy, but we really need to understand, you know, how that's going to affect our applications, how we're going to be able to operate in that, you know, disaster recovery model, um, you know, and things like that. So understanding what the cloud company is going to do, what you have to do is, is really paramount and key. Um, digesting the contract too, from a service level standpoint is also a key. And I think it's really important to understand what the service levels are that, you know, you're expecting, or you should be expecting, and then understanding the security configuration, what, uh, you're accountable for, uh, because you as the consumer of services are still accountable. You, know, you have to turn on those services. You have to turn on MFA. You have to configure it. You have to turn on DLP. Um, you know, and also when it comes to like, you know, migrating cloud serve, uh, migrating to the cloud, you really need to understand whether your applications can handle that. If you're going to do like a lift and shift where you have a, um, what do you call it? Like a virtual server and you're going to like move a virtual server from on-prem to cloud, you know, this, is that really going to work in that new cloud environment? Or are you going to move that workload to a software as a service model? Uh, you, you need to know that that application is going to continue to work properly. And then we also have the, a, a little bit more of a difficult challenge, which is when we're talking about multi-cloud. So if you have assets in AWS and Azure, you know, identity and access management becomes uh, a little bit of a challenge, <clears throat> but, you know, trying to figure out how you can manage that and, you know, putting some thought into how you're going to manage identity and access management between the clouds and maybe having a centralized, um, uh, database or maybe using a third party tool to manage that is, is the key. I, I come across a lot of organizations that continue to have that a little bit separated you know, you've got credentials for AWS, you have credentials for, uh, Azure. And then, you know, some people even have uh, GCP with, uh, with some workloads there, whether it be, you know, Gmail or, or some of the other G products. So. We've covered a lot of territory, but any final thoughts you want to add as we close things up here? As far as final thoughts, I, I think really just understanding and documenting your critical vendors. I, I see that as a, a gap uh, quite often. And, you know, everybody says, well, we know who our critical vendors are. And, you know, in some cases that might be true, but that really needs to be documented. We really need to understand what their risk is, what kind of data they have, 
um, what aspect of the applications and data they are managing, how they're managing it, whether there is any like fourth party interaction, and, that, and that's going to become more and more of a, um, a a term that is going to be used. Which you know what what vendor is my vendor using, right? So understanding that, documenting it, I think that's key because documenting that really kind of puts pen to paper and gives you an idea to, to visualize, all right, what do we have? Who's got our data? What are they doing with it? What services are we using? And then once we have that um, down, I, I think we really need to risk rate our bidders. You know, who, who's doing the most critical things for us? And um, that, that kind of really dovetails into the conversation, you know, are we able to operate with them going down? How, what happens if they're not able to meet their service level? What happens if they, um, you know, they have an outage. Are we going to be able to operate? Credit, uh, are we going to be able to operate uh, properly? And then, um, you know, do we have response plans that help us determine how we're going to operate with vendor non-performance? You know, if if they're not able to to meet their obligations for some reason, or they have an outage. Do we have a backdoor? Do we have something supplemental we can use? Um, you know, how are we going to operate? Do we have, you know, response plans to help, you know, our employees uh, figure out what they're going to do, how they're going to, you know, talk to their customers, things like that. And then um, I think the last thing is understanding where the gaps in the vendor and client relationship are. Once we start documenting all of this, it usually becomes pretty clear where there are some gaps. It's like, oh, wow, I didn't realize that our vendor wasn't doing that for us. I thought they were going to do that for us. Or I thought the service was turned on. We actually have to turn on that service and we have to configure it. So understanding what that looks like um, is going to be critical too. And really being proactive, which this conversation was so good for that. You know, talking about the things that need to be done that you need to think about before the fact (laughs) to reduce, you know, how much of an issue some of those things can be. Thomas T.J. Johnson, National Leader of Cybersecurity at BDO Digital. I want to thank you for your time. Great conversation, as I said, and a lot of questions I'm sure that people may have after hearing this podcast. So can you direct them to a place or to get in contact with you or to find more information about what we talked about today? Sure. Yeah, you can uh, reach me on uh, LinkedIn. I'm uh, Thomas Johnson. You can probably uh, just do a search under Thomas Johnson BDO and I should come up. Um, And you can also email me if you have any questions or want to talk about any of this stuff, even, you know, migrating workloads to the cloud or, you know, uh, technical controls or even anything on the governance, risk and compliance side, I'd be more than happy to help. Uh, my email address is tajohnson at bdo.com. And um, yeah, I'll be more than happy to, to talk you through things. And uh, if there's a way we can help out, we, we certainly will. And I think it's, um, you know, another aspect of really the uh, the service provider piece I, I wanted to make sure you touch on is the the fact that we need to make sure that we have our response plans are integrated with our our service provider too. That's that's another key aspect that uh, I wanted to at least cover too. But um, that's that's probably a whole other twenty minute uh, <laughs> podcast. The next podcast, <laughs> right? <laughs> so if you want to have me back? I'll be more than happy to talk about. Um, know, incident response and responding with uh, with your vendors and integrating them into your process. Well, it was great to have you here, of course, talking about vendor management and cybersecurity. And Thomas, appreciate your time. Uh, once again, great conversation. I'm sure a lot of people are uh, asking some questions. They learned a lot, but they probably want to even learn more. So I appreciate you being here with me today. 
For sure. I appreciate it. Thank you uh, for the opportunity. And I want to thank all of you for listening and tuning in to the Hitchhiker's Guide to IT, a podcast brought to you by Device42. Of course, you can go to device42.com to learn more information about the company and be sure to subscribe for future podcast episodes. I'm your host, Michelle Dolan Moody. Thanks again for joining us. We hope to see you soon. Thank you.